Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Awe by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we have special guest Casey joining us to talk about Ted Lasso. Hello. Um, Casey we, is my roommate. Yes. Also, we're currently watches, in the same room together. And I'm sure you all you watched it all together, especially this last season. Correct. Yeah. Yes, we watched every season together. Every season. Yeah. Every single season. Even the first season in 2020. Yes. Also, yes. Andre, I watched it, and you had watched it, and then you oh. were over one day and we forced them to sit down and watch it with us is that what happened is that what happened <laughs> yes and then i rewatched oh, I this the now. entire first season with emily and uh-huh. raymond that did happen that did happen yeah. yeah we were just discussing the um the theme song um sung by uh marcus mumford yeah the mum yes mumford Mumford and Sons. I guess just Mark and Marcus Mumford. Oh, is that who sings it? Yeah, I think it's just Marcus. And he is also the music uh, producer for the show. So he picks all the music for the show. Cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. And he's married to Carrie Mulligan. Did you what? know that, Emily? No. <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm learning so many things right now. He has a whole album about his wife. It's Carrie Mulligan. He did a solo album about his wife. Aw. Yeah. I want to listen to it. She I rocks. I told by my friend to listen to it that it's really, really good and totally underappreciated. Ah, yeah. I'm listening to it. I love Carrie Mulligan. So this is a sort of not. I mean, it's definitely the end of Ted, but it might not be the end of the show. It's kind of a weird, uh, ambiguous ending for the third season of Ted Lasso. But I think it's safe to say we were all really hooked on it, and we feel very uh, close to many of the characters in the show. So it's kind of like obvious that that's how how we feel, correct? <laughs> yes, for sure, for sure. There's so many like like every character in the show is great, even even the ones that I don't even really like, like Nathan. Mm-hmm. Fuck Nate. <laughs> He has an arc, though, and, you know, like, even the ones that you don't like as much, they're still a lot more dynamic than just a villain or just, you know, even, even um, you know, the, the Richard or the husband, he he sucks so bad, but, like, he still has, like, those kind of shades of himself where he's not as bad, you know? Like, they all just kind of... You mean Rupert? Uh, Rupert, sorry, not Richard. Rupert, yeah. Like you see different phases, like of people throughout this show, and it's kind of like humanizing everyone involved. You know? Yeah. So I, I'm not sure how we're gonna how we're gonna talk about it. There's a lot to talk about. I mean, we've got we've got all the characters, their arcs, just the overall story <laughs> so arc. Many. We've got like the very some differences between seasons one, two, and three to, to discuss. But um, do we? Did we want to, we, I mean, we could just continue with Nate. I mean, my, my biggest thing with Nathan mm-hmm. is that I didn't, season two was a little weird for me. I'd love to rewatch it now that I kind of can go into it better prepared. So mm-hmm. I just felt like season two was such, was such a different shift from the first season, which is great. Like I love the direction they went in, obviously, because season three was amazing. Um, I just thought season two was a little bumpy and it took him a little bit of time to like get, Sorry, Pod is in the background and he is making yeah, noise and jumping. He wants attention. If you, if, you hear, if you hear yowling or meowing or just things falling, that's my cat. That's Pod. So I apologize yeah. in advance for him. He's he's being he's being very wily right now. Um, he's very excited that Casey and I are off the clock. Yeah. Um, right. 
It's pay attention to me time. It's pay attention to me. Um so and and I and I still think that Nathan's story arc was I I love how it ended. I, I love how like, you know, he like things kind of got um buttoned up between him and the team and like everyone's friends again. Like I still think his motivations for being bad in season two, like like being the villain mm-hmm. was still a little weird. His like he didn't seem like that kind of guy to just to just completely turn on Ted like that. I don't know. Yeah. It just it seemed it seemed a little off for his character personally to me. Um, and so his his character arc will always be a little a little off. But but I loved how they turned it around in the third season. Um, and, and honestly, for everyone else, I thought they did a really great job. Yeah, I think for me, it's like they rewarded him for being a bad person. Yeah. He immediately went over to, what was it? It wasn't Man City. It was um, uh, uh, Ham. No, oh, West, West Ham. Ham. Yeah. yeah. West Ham. He immediately became the manager at West Ham. And then when he left, he went back to uh, Richmond. And I just, I would have loved to see him go to therapy and talk about why he feels the need to be the number one person mm-hmm. in Ted's life. And, you know, deal with yeah. some some quote unquote daddy issues that were very evident everyone she, else was seeing a therapist why could why couldn't Nate? sharon was great sharon mm-hmm. was awesome um also sharon should have been a lesbian and i'm mad that she wasn't um that we know of do you do you remember what i'm talking about they there was a, a scene yeah she had and a like, guy over but they, they showed like like a really hot guy like leaving a room or something yeah i mean like good for her get it but the vibe was 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 not correct. Oh, I, I mean, she could be bisexual, like yeah. several other people in the show. Keely, yeah, yeah. But Jack sucked. Yeah, I mean, from the beginning, Jack was given those vibes of being yeah. a little bit too much. You know, I, I was here for it, obviously, in the beginning because I was like, okay, you know, uh, Keely, like, but then, that was yeah. her boss, like. It was kind I mean, of weird. I, yeah. It's kind of the it's same thing. Inappropriate. Yeah. It, you know, with Sam and um, and Rebecca, like, you're kind of like, well, this is a little odd because one person is very much in charge of the other one. You know, it, it really is not a an equal partnership in that way. You know what I mean? So you kind of have to... Yeah, I wasn't that. quite sure how I felt about that relationship in season two. I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> I thought it was interesting, and it wasn't. In I didn't really have an issue with Rebecca technically being Sam's boss mm-hmm. because it's not like they interacted every day as yeah. a boss and employee. Definitely kind yeah. of relationship. What I thought was interesting was the age difference, and you know, I. I have a thing about big age differences in anything at any time Mm. and acknowledging that Sam just is like a genuinely good person. He doesn't come across as immature at all. Mm -hmm. Like, so I thought it was okay. I was kind of rooting for it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, totally. Um, But I'm glad that they kind of discovered that it didn't really work out for them, but they still have that reverence for each other. Like we saw in the end. Um, but yeah, like everybody has their own journey to go on. And I don't honestly like don't like judging it too harshly because I feel like the writers did a really good job just sitting with the with the characters and letting them guide the show to talk about all sorts of topics. And even if they don't really like come to a conclusion that is it it just has a very different, like, unconventional way of telling stories that are definitely not what you expect every episode and then the arc of the entire season. You know, it's like a complete... It, it's just trying to subvert your expectations and trying to subvert the way that you would think that another more dramatic show would go and even comedy to, like, you know, have these more wholesome characters it kind of reminded me of um uh, schitt's creek in that way as well and in the sense that i really didn't know what was going to happen in that show like 
every yeah. episode, I did not know what wholesome thing was going to come out of somebody's mouth. You know, like, you know, Jamie Tart <laughs> teaching Roy Kent how to ride a fucking bike in Amsterdam. Yeah. Who would, who would have picked that? That episode was I an absolute it. dream. That I love that episode. Oh. I was I I wanted Rebecca and that and that and they kind of meet at the end. Yeah, he, they're together in the end. A pilot. Yeah. Um. So that was awesome. Um. I really liked them together. Yeah. I thought he was a uh, super sexy. I mean, Jamie Tart yeah. turned into my favorite character in this show, Just hands down. Fun. I love love him completely, and I mean. I thought he was okay in the first season, pretty good in the second one, but like the third season, oh my god, like it's his season, you know, like his growth is so much and he he's a central character of the third season. I feel like every season has their own central characters, central stories. Um and Ted's was definitely on the back burner in season 3, for sure. His yeah. his was like season 2, you know. Yeah. I yeah. My favorite character throughout, just through and through, Roy Kent. He's mm. my baby girl. I love him so much. He brings me so much joy. Um, and then at the end, when him and Jamie become like actual friends, mm -hmm. like at, uh, at Uncle's Day, like yeah. we invited your best friend. He's not my best friend. Like, <laughs> but he got him um, like a beautiful jersey that was like a vintage jersey from when he like was on the yeah the team and Roy Cunt amazing so good amazing and then Roy was like you, you can get you can get those posters that Jamie had on his wall oh no I saw a TikTok it was it was a TikTok of like of like am I am I American yes this is how the thing unfurl hell yes I am Roy Cunt poster wait I want it I want that get it you have to get it. I get the Keely one too, office. with the balls and the boobs. So good. Oh, <laughs> I am a Roy and Keely truther. Mm. I think there's nobody better for each other. And um, the guy who plays Beard, I'm blanking on his name right Brendan now. Brendan Hunt. In, yeah, Brendan yeah. Hunt. He did an AMA on Reddit. I saw it, and people yeah. were asking like. Why aren't Roy and Keely together at the end? Why is it not confirmed? And he said that Roy has things he needs to work out for himself. Yeah. I disagree. I think he can work those things out with Keely supporting him. They put him back this season in a lot of ways. His growth yeah. that he had, especially in the second season, was definitely lessened. Like every moment that they gave him in this in this third season just kind of set him back, I guess, to bring him more growth in the future. And that kind of is why I think this isn't the end as well. Roy has a lot of changing that he needs to do. And that's why they wrote him that way. And they didn't have to. They could have written it so that he was growing and they didn't, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, he felt he he felt like he did. Like he he did some growing. He he kind of did he kind of did some some flip flopping throughout mm. the seasons. He stayed pretty consistent though. Um, I I like to see more of him if they do like a spinoff show, which it looks I don't know. Oh we'll, my we'll god! See. I we'll hope see. they do because I need more of him in my life. Yeah, I'll watch anything with him in it at this point. I'm just waiting for them to do like a whole Muppets movie with him because he loves the Muppets. Oh yes. Brett Goldstein is he's a fantastic writer. He writes for Ted Lasso. He's it's amazing that he like especially him has skyrocketed to A-lister fame because of this show over the past 3 years and you know, he's even Hercules. It's it's pretty oh, yeah. wild. Um you can just like go from nothingness to just general everybody knows who you are kind of fame, you know. Yeah. Um and this is that kind of show, for sure. Apple Plus really did a good job, and I don't think they're gonna let let it go that easy, like we were saying. But um, just I feel like every episode was kind of like a, a a little treat. Like every time you watched it, it kind of just felt like you were sitting there having ice cream after dinner. And that's just that's just how it feels. <laughs> I had one big issue with an episode this season. 
Okay, which one? And it was the one. Oh my god, what's his name? Was it the Colin one? Yes, Colin. I yeah, I was like, yeah. The, the the episode with Colin and the coming out episode where everyone is in the locker room and they're like, we don't have an issue with you being gay. Like, it doesn't matter. It does matter. It absolutely matters. They handled it like this was a show that came out in like 2015. Well, didn't like, Ted say that? He said it matters yeah. and we care. Yeah. Ted pissed me off a lot during his speech. Like he totally went off on tangents, mm-hmm. which he does, but it totally took the attention away from what was actually happening in the room. Mm-hmm. And it bothered me so much. And I mean, like clarity version, I work with queer people and in all stages of the coming out process. So I see what good and bad coming out stories are like in real life. And that was not a very good one. I mean, it was more neutral than anything, Yeah. but I'm like, do better. <laughs> like, can, can I, I mean, they have to have queer people on the staff. Like, God, they could have done more mm-hmm. with that. So it was less of a Ted thing and more of a Colin thing. And Colin didn't get to come out on his own terms at all. Mm-hmm. And that is never addressed. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing with Isaac was a little, was, a, was, a, was really bothersome too, especially how he reacted. Like he, like with Isaac being mad the whole time and we finally find out why he's mad. It's just yeah. because Colin didn't tell him. And it's like, like up. he doesn't have to tell you. Like it's, that's. Grow the fuck up. That is not, it is not Colin's priority to tell you exactly. Right. Like it's. He tells him he can tell you when he wants to tell you. Well, that so. is a that's an ideal scenario, isn't it? Right. You want people to react that way. But I think that they chose to have these actors react or these characters react this way. And, you know, that's that's a that's a choice for sure. But people come out and get reactions that people don't expect, like like Isaac was really mad. And I can imagine that that would happen in real life to some people as well. Right. It wouldn't just be Isaac actually having some self-awareness and being... No, but this isn't real life. It's That's a story. True. And they yeah. chose to make it one that wasn't affirming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have an issue with that. On the flip side, they handled Keeley's sex tape coming out really, really well. Mm-hmm. Like, what, like, where was the energy in that? Where was the thoughtfulness in that? Even with Jamie showing up at her up at her door uninvited, which you know is a, a thing that he does, um, like they they handled that conversation really well. He came like the cleanest of clean yeah. to her about what happened with that, and I'm like, that is so much change in the character. Mm-hmm. He has like the best character arc of all time like rivals Zuko from Avatar the last airbender for there. sure for sure <sighs> he is also my baby girl I love him so much um it's all just poopy and also the way that they had that kind of break with Jack in that scenario was oh. a, it was very well done because it does like you said it tells the audience this is not the right way to handle this in today's yeah. age where you can't just say, I'm sorry for my actions when you weren't sorry. Like yeah. it's ridiculous that you should be sorry in this, in this public sphere when it's, you've done nothing wrong. Right. Yep. And that's like an amazing way to tell that, that thesis by having this character go through something like that. And then having her boss who she's dating, like completely ignore her feelings about it and just be like, well, this, yeah, she doesn't get it. She doesn't understand. And maybe in the future she'll think differently, but she doesn't now. Right. So yeah, they're incompatible, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. And, and, but Keely was hurt by it. She was hurt that somebody stole something that's very private and, yeah. you know, all the people that were, that st- were stolen things. It's really like hard. And, and she was dealing with that for the rest of the the season for sure. Keely went through a lot this last season. Mm-hmm. Through the ringer. It, ugh. Ugh. Yeah. And bad. I love her so much. God. <laughs> her as a character is like, I want her to be my best friend so bad. I want to be the third best friend. Or no, the fourth best friend with Keely, Rebecca, Sassy, and then me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I thought you were going to say Higgins. And Higgins. Higgins. <laughs> 
and Leslie. And Leslie. He had a lot of zingers this last season. Like he, he was really did. He was saying all the lights. And we noticed when we were watching oh the God. down. Him movie. taking William to the red light district oh was God. just just God. gold. Oh, just my to, God. oh gosh. It was so good. Yeah. So good. Oh, Pod's got something to I say do. on the mic. God. <laughs> God. I like stuck his his tail in my mouth stuck his tail in Casey's mouth, rubbed his schnoz all over my mic. Like, this is not... This is not... I was getting fur everywhere. He does oh, not God. know what personal space is. He I doesn't. think my... Um, what my Honestly, my second favorite character is, is Rebecca, who mm. goes through, like... I mean, she is a strong-willed person, and she gets changed by Ted, especially in the first season. Um... But it's yeah, like let's, let's, let's kind of break down her her arc. So first season, yeah, she she just gets the club. She doesn't she care wants about to it. Burn it to the ground. Exactly. She yeah. wants to kill it with fire. She's like Rupert, such a dick. I want to kill everything he loves. So this mm-hmm. season, she's really trying to like sabotage the team, basically, and that's and that's ultimately why she hires Ted because uh, he shouldn't know anything about soccer, about football. <laughs> yeah. And um, but then yeah, and then second season. Again, second season was so weird to me. <laughs> like, what even happened in second season? She's like, I like Ted. I also like Sam. Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> I'm kind of just feeling myself. I'm learning who I am now that I am not with the devil himself, mm-hmm. Rupert. Mm-hmm. Um, what else happened? With Uther Pendragon? <laughs> what? Anthony Head. He was. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, from, uh, from Merlin. He's also in Buffy. Yes, he is. He is, in fact. Um, yeah, I yeah. Uh, the season two, she was kind of just getting her footing, kind of feeling herself, like trying some new things out. And then, and then third season, she's really like, I don't want to burn down this club. I actually want it to thrive, and I want to put my all into it. And yeah. I want to, I want to officially like no longer care about Rupert and like not have him have power over me anymore. And that was amazing. And she also, went to the, uh, like, psychic lady, and she kept telling oh. the lady, like, how stupid she was. And I was like, go, Rebecca. No. <laughs> it was so funny. Was One great. thing I love about Rebecca is that, like, she never shied away from, like, very strong female friendships. Mm-hmm. And, like, even with that double date she does with that man and Keely and Roy in the second season. Yeah. Like, you can you can see, like, we're, like... Keely's trying to be really polite about it. And then Rory is like, no, fuck that. You shouldn't date somebody that's just fine. And I think the line is like, you should feel like you've just been like struck by lightning. And like <sighs> Keely and Rebecca, like looking at each other and looking to Roy and like the unspoken, like, wow, this man's good. Like, this is a good thing. Like <sighs> just the chemistry that they all have together mm-hmm. is so unmatched in any other show I can think of right now. Um, and I just, I appreciate that. I appreciate that they casted Hannah Waddingham in this role entirely because she is, first off, I think she's one of the most beautiful people in the world, but 100%. she is tall. Yeah. She is, she's not old, but she is older than, like, if the show was made in the U.S., they mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have cast her. Like, yeah. let's be real. And she's she is voluptuous. The trademark of beauty in the Western standards in yet any way. She, but is, she is, though. Like, yeah, you're so right. But, like, yet she is, like, the mo- one of the most attractive people. Like, it, my my fiancé, Danny, is obsessed with her. No lie. Like, yeah, I get it, though. I get it. Like, she she is, like, a peak, <laughs> you know? And you're just, like, she because it's also with her personality. She's got that strong... Oh, yeah strong personality and you could tell hannah waddingham also had to take a lot of shit in her life and yeah and she had to you know she's basically become like rebecca where she has to fend off the haters in a lot of ways like you were saying i mean watching interviews with her she's she's talked about how like jason sudeikis has like saved her life her and her daughter's life because Mm -hmm. she was just grasping for anything yeah and then she got rebecca and it's like she can finally breathe like she gets to play this very strong independent woman who has faults and we get to see them and see her work through them and ah, she is a fan fucking tastic character mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I'm nodding. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I love Rebecca a lot. You know who else I love? Um, Trent Krim. Trent Krim. Oh my God. Hottest guy in the Trent show. Krim. Trent Krim. He's <clears throat> so handsome. It's got me hair. I worship the hair. Oh. He's so beautiful. His swagger. Swagger. Oh my God. Is I want him to like narrate a book and I, <laughs> and I want to listen to it. I want him to be my father. <laughs> but in other ways. I just yeah. want to give him like an uncomfortably long hug for like, for like, for like two minutes. I want to borrow his wardrobe from season three and his real life wardrobe. I saw he did a interview, I think with Vogue and it was like, show us five outfits from your own wardrobe. And this man yeah. has so it much GQ. style. I think it was GQ. Yeah, a GQ. Yeah. 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 Ugh. Pretty great. I love that man. Mm. There is, he did a red carpet thing where he's wearing a sweater and it's like the top button is unbuttoned and the bottom button is unbuttoned. And I don't have a thing for chest hair in any way. <laughs> but with the, like, the little bit of hair peeking out from the top and the bottom, I was like, sir, what are you doing to me? Sir. He's changed me a little bit. I love when they were in Amsterdam and he showed Colin the, the gay bar, which was so sweet. Oh. And they just danced the night away. It was, yeah. it was adorable. It was I was really so cool. scared that he was going to do something bad, though. Well, that's the point. They wanted to build that up so that it was a yeah. little bit suspicious and you weren't quite sure how you felt. And they, the writers like do that. They subvert your expectations every time. And it's sweet and it can be quite saccharine, but I don't think it's like too much. Like it really does. They, they, they toe the line. It could be easily so much more bubbly and saccharine, you know, we, that's what, you know, we take it for granted, I guess the way that they do it on this show, but like, you know, they don't, it's not always good. Like when shows try to like push things on you too much and I, you know, they do it sometimes in the show, but it, to me, was, like, just the right amount for the three years that we had with Ted and with the rest of the show. And, you know, some things weren't as good, but, again, I'll I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it forever. I, I want to rewatch it now. <laughs> it's I, just... I would rewatch it. Oh, for sure. I'm definitely down for, for a binge. Yeah. Ooh, you know who's my least favorite character, even more than Nate? Mm. Fucking Dr. Jacob. I want to murder that man. Dr. Jacob? Isn't that his name? The the therapist? That... Oh, the one that um Ted's Ted's wife is seeing. Oh, oh yeah, that guy fucked up. Like what I is up, up with that storyline? And they're in Kansas. And so legally, I know in, in California, you cannot have any sort of relationship with a client mm -hmm. um, within two years. But it's like basically it's an ethical no-no at any time. In Kansas, it's the same way. Like you cannot have a relationship within two years, any kind of relationship, mm -hmm. friendly or otherwise. And they – it was – I think Ted said like a year and a half had passed since they were seeing okay, him. Okay, so it's six so, months off the, off the mark of... So that man should not be practicing <laughs> no. any sort of counseling. He should have his license revoked. And in the end, he was not really interested in the game anyway. So he was kind of posed like he was kind of a dickhead anyway because he didn't really yeah, care about the person he I don't know if they ended up together at the very end. No. No, but like the way he was... Like it sounded like he, he wasn't going to be in the picture much longer. Good. He like, sucks. I hate him. It's it it's is just with the vibe in the room, like like yeah. the what's his wife's name? Um, Caroline. I don't know. Does start with an M? M I'm looking. M I'm looking. M Amanda. No. Um. um Miranda. No. Hannah. Hannah. No. No. Thierry Henry? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, McAdoo? McAdoo? Van Damme? Zorro? Michelle. 
It's Michelle. 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 Gosh. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I, I knew it was. It, it also is wild because like <laughs> it makes Michelle look bad too because Ted cannot. He doesn't accurately express to her at any point in this third season how he feels. He, like, kind of says it to her at one point and, like, breaks it to her that this is how he's feeling. And she doesn't have anything to say. And it is really hurtful what she did. Like, it is not... It's it's hurtful to date people after you divorce. Obviously, it's going to hurt. But this is, like, way worse. Like, and she should have known this and she didn't. And it's just, like... Uh, like this is a lot worse than just dating someone new right like it's just completely oh like crossing boundaries that like you should yeah. not do and it's just like it's weird you're like no. what kind of person is she that she would do this like it's wild and the episode where ted like thinks that jacob's gonna propose in paris oh my and he, god he like, has a private <laughs> investigator <laughs> rebecca's yeah. like don't do this and he's like i'm doing it and she's like okay well you know what? Good for her. Ride or die. Oh. Ride or die for that man. So crazy. I mean, it's part of the it's part of the funniness, I think. It's part of the comedy that they're trying to like bring that into it, but also it's so sad for Ted. Like it's good that they kind of had that moment with his mom which ended up basically leaving you to believe that he's going to leave the the team because he misses his son so much, obviously. <sighs> and like that whole the the mom thing like he really had to say a lot more to her that we didn't get like to build up and i feel like we needed to have more like it needed to yeah. be built up more than just in one episode and it should have been brought up more in the previous season as well yeah um and they just yeah like, i really feel like season there. two really messed things up because they they were they were really trying to shift into this more like wholesome like mental health positive like yeah. like type of type of show and that was great and they really hit their stride by season three but like yeah we had that one episode with ted's mom and like ted's mom could have brought could have been brought up like way sooner like it just was i just i i don't know i i would i would like to see like a making of ted lasso and like like understand the mindset of like where they were where they were when they were writing like seasons one and two Mm-hmm. And then how they like eventually got to season three because it's call just, up Brett because I Brett Brett what's what happened there because yeah. I just I want to know like I, I'm like it's it's oh gosh there was like there was just decisions were made and I was like I want to know I want to know who made these I want to know how these decisions were made yeah I also like that there's not a um solution to every problem you know. You yeah. can't really expect everybody to just get better overnight. They need to have more, like, even with Ted, like, he was still having issues because, like, no one can just, <laughs> like, everybody has things that are constantly going on and stuff that you're feeling bad about all the time. It doesn't, like, stop. So, like, it completely made sense in the third season where he was just struggling sometimes, um, you know, even with his, like, moments of feeling like he was really distant from his son. And needing to kind of have that emotional connection. But we didn't really have Ted interacting with people that much this season. Like, he truly was kind of like a stoic, silent person until he was speaking to the team. And that was like, I felt like not in in the same vein as the previous, at least the first season or second season, even with Coach Beard. Um, it just, you know, they continued to have him become a person that would like to leave instead of stay um so they kept pulling him away even in the end when when rebecca was talking to him in the stands he didn't say one word and she just was talking at him and that was it you know Um, she had some valid points though about like mm -hmm. bringing henry there bringing michelle there yeah new start new environment could be exciting good for development and everything like yeah you got some points there yeah <laughs> I like that. Convincing but, the know, ex-wife to move to a new country, that is like a big ask. Like you Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I wanted it to happen. Of course. <sighs> As did I. Cause I do think if they do a fourth season or a spin-off season without Ted there, the vibe is gonna change incredibly 
incredibly. Mm-hmm. And not that I don't think like Beard could really carry a show, but it'd be Beard and Nate and Roy. I'm like, ugh. But Roy, but Roy, but what if what if Roy went to America? What if Roy coached his team with Ted in the U.S.? Like. Let's do that. I don't don't think it's going to be centered on Richmond. I think there's going to be some other, like, dynamic. I don't know. Like, we'll see. We'll see what they decide to do. I don't know if it's, it's probably not solidified. They're probably still talking about it, but. Well, like, Apple TV posted that picture of Beard, Roy, and uh, Nate mm-hmm. looking at, like, the belief sign and everything. Yeah. yeah. So it smells like potential. And then Nick Mohammed, who plays Nate, like, retweeted it. Um, and I'm like, oh, God. Okay. Like, I, in my head, that's confirmed. Uh-huh. But I live for the conspiracy of it all. Yeah. I think they'll figure out a way to make it, you know a little bit different but also still the same kind of uplifting tv that we all crave (laughs) i mean i believe it would be called the richmond way like trent's book at the end so cute that'd be good yeah i don't i don't think it'd be it'd be roy and going over to to the i want it to be though the United States <sighs> sucks, though. Like, I just know I'd I mean, rather yeah, be in the UK. <laughs> as, long as, as long as Jamie, Trent Krim, and Roy, and everyone else is there, like, I, I'd be happy. I Danny mean, I, I really... Danny Danny Rojas. And Danny... Oh, my God. Danny Rojas. Don't let me get start on that man. That man's uh, I Oh, also Majestic. extremely gorgeous actor. He is. Beautiful. One of the most beautiful people on this show is Danny Rojas. Smile is just <laughs> with, his, uh, with his cheeks and his dimples. Amazing. Stop. Just stop. So him, him being the last person in the in the um goodnight song. Like Oh my god. Oh god. I cry. cried a lot during the show. I mean, I cry uh, a lot all the time, so it is what it is. It's emotional. But yeah. I cried then. I cried at the very end. I cried in the middle. Yeah. 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 The show had some great moments. Some great, great moments. It's a really good show. Who haven't we talked about? Who haven't we talked about? Um, uh, uh, What's that? Was that guy who was in the show for like the first couple episodes of the season? Zara? Zafa? Zara? Zafa. Zava. God. Yeah, what a guy. He was like <laughs> enigmatic, right? So I forgot about that. That was the same season. Yeah. It, it was. This season was like it's so weird watching things like like every week. And right. sometimes we yeah. would we'd be a couple episodes behind. And so like, you we forget. wouldn't watch it for like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> like and there were, there were I don't know, twelve episodes. That was a lot. Um Yeah, give me twelve more. I mean, yeah. I'll I'll watch the show forever. Like yeah. I, I'll watch anything that they make. I just love the camaraderie. I love um, ensemble cast shows and movies. I think they're excellent. I mean, obviously, like my favorites are like um, Stranger Things. It's all ensemble. Um, you know, you you get like into that. Everybody has a chance to shine. Everybody has a chance to work together, and that's what the that's what the audience wants to see. Like they, they love that things like work out or they're all being really friendly with each other or they have an issue and they can sort it out together. And the the team like Richmond is so close and it, they feel like brothers and they feel like people who have shared history and, and love for each other. And in the, in a way that the actors do. So you're seeing that whole, whole vibe with them so they could all play total football and get even more football footage this season <laughs> so yep. um you know apparently phil dunster who's jamie tart is terrible at soccer <laughs> terrible <laughs> yeah i do forget that these actors are not actually football players because they look like they are like their bodies like you know yeah you, it's it's a very very physically like but they're just that's for sure like they were all doing the song the goodbye song and like i was like 
okay, normally this would be weird because they're all, you know, football players, but they're not. They're actors. And actors have to sing and dance, and they just do. Like, you put, like, a bunch of actors out there doing stuff that they love with just singing and dancing, <laughs> you know? Well, apparently there was a lot of pushback when they first, like, brought it up. And they're like, okay, we're going to do this thing. And they're like, no, we are not. Oh, my God. But then they got into it. Of course uh, they got into it. So good. Another great character I liked this season was um Barbara. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Oh, my her. God. I love I that she actress. Was, I thought she was really fun. Uh, she was really funny. She's in um, Ghosts, Emily. She's... um. Was she in Ghosts? She's the... Uh, not in the American version, the British version. She is the ghost who's like the... um. The, like, Cockney one that's covered in soot. You know, that, like... No, she's she's not. one of the basement ghosts no no she's one of the oh. main ghosts she's not one of the basement oh. ghosts she's like the, oh, oh. you know the Where one that no. kind of talks funny that just like says things really funny like she'll you know try to like i haven't watched that that show in a little bit so i'm trying to remember but she'll just Emily, i'm transferring the image to you telepathically okay hold on. <laughs> i can't share my screen with Get you it. right now so you know, she's no, got like she got a bonnet on. I'll just show a you. Bonnet? Yes. Oh my god. It's been too long since we watched that. We're still I, I think I think they just started releasing new episodes of the Katie of the American version. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll let me see if I can find a picture because she's so funny. Okay. I'm gonna share my screen with you so you could see. Okay. Oh thank oh yeah, go ahead. I would have never put that together. How is that the same person? It's the same person. How is that the same person? It is. It's the same person. Oh, it's the same person. She does have a funny accent in in the in the show, though. She looks completely different. No. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, she's wearing like dust, like so, like I don't know, like she. You know how she always says like funny things. She's always kind of like she doesn't. She's a little naive. That that's her. That's her role. <laughs> okay. I, I don't quite remember her as a character. So uh, I do. But uh, I, I see her. She's there. Yeah. <laughs> there she is. There she is. I love love me some ghosts. One of my favorite shows. Such a good show. The, the American version is literally like one of my favorite shows. I fucking love that show. <laughs> yeah. The American version, I think, is better. I agree. Yeah. Um, well there's more there's more episodes so you get a little bit more to more to bite off you know (laughs) so yeah Yeah. who else what else would you talk about for this season i mean i feel like sam should have been the team captain and not mcadoo even though mcadoo was a fun character sure I mean, they have reasons. Who knows? It's they're playing. I guess I don't know. Yeah, they, they, they. You know, I, I like that. There's a line between you don't really understand what's going on with football and like the strategy of football, and they kind of explain it a little bit with the total football in this in the season. But even before that, like if you're just an average watcher, you don't really know anything that's going on. <laughs> like, I don't know. it's Fuck all and about you don't need sports. to know when you're watching the show, and that's why it's it's so great. Um, and they have like a whole you know they have like so much strategy in this season that I actually really enjoyed that because they did not get it in the previous seasons and there's people who I mean my brother included who's like are obsessed with with football like so it's kind of like a complete like it's giving it to the fans who actually do care and they have those um act like the you know cameos by the real life um performers and people like Dara Henry and um uh what is his name pep guardiola who's the who was wearing that big old puffy jacket um uh for uh man city and Mm -hmm. you're just like oh my god that's really him like it's you know it's it's kind of cute that they like got the actual people and uh bring it was like an actual coach or something that was yeah yeah yes yeah and they just literally just won the champions league cup which is like the biggest the biggest cup in in Europe 
Like it's all of the best teams all against the best teams. And that's what they got into in the end of Ted Lasso. So like the fact that they're in like a better league now because they did so well, definitely also propels them into another season. You, You can't just bring them all the way to the top and then not keep going, right? Like they have to keep going. Um, it's just too, <laughs> it's too, too intense. <laughs> yeah. They went, they went all the way to the bottom and got all the way back up. Mm-hmm. Further. Further than that. Yeah. To the next, uh, next league. I also thought it was, it was a nice place to end it. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be happy either way if they end up doing a spinoff or if they end up just leaving it. Cause it'll just be a fun rewatch too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do. I do like when we got them because I don't think we had too many um, like soccer game playing scenes in season two. I thought. No. Really? No, we did. But it was there, going, there, like, there was one season where we were like, they barely played soccer. Then. First they season, played man. Football that season. They hardly played in first season. It was not in first season. I felt yeah, like they didn't do enough. It was a lot about how they were doing really poorly. Yeah. And they needed to do better. So I think we did get a good amount of shots from that one. Mm. I thought it felt like compared, like season three obviously had the most compared to one and two, but I thought compared to season one, season two had even less. Mm-hmm. I like remembered us commenting on it, but I don't know. But I really liked the, the, how they, how they laid out like the soccer scenes, even though, you know, again, I don't know what's happening, but it was, they still made it very fun. <laughs> yeah, they did make it fun. And Ted at the end was like, he was off sides. And they were like, Ted, you knew. Like, cause you know, he didn't know yeah. what was going on either. So mm-hmm. he's learning. Yeah. And, and then he leaves. And then he leaves. Roy doing the, like, how to play the game and then leaves. Roy doing the like puns and being like, I hate who I've become. It, oh, it's just man. so. It's so gratifying and so funny. I mean, I get to talk about this show why did, forever. Why didn't he use a whistle? <laughs> he whistle. His to the metal. Whistle! Whistle! <laughs> whistle! whistle! <laughs> yeah. Fucking Roy, I love him so much. Let's see. You you said your favorite characters? Roy, Trent Cram, Jamie Tart. Okay. Alessandra? Um, Jamie, Rebecca probably roy yeah okay definitely roy number one he's number one J- jamie number two hmm. who's gonna take number three probably rebecca and then honorable mention beard <laughs> you he really like beard? He really grew on me yeah he does yeah he was so good third seat he was so good his like he's funny. You know, what was it ted was like fantasizing about his wedding and he was like getting married to like stonehenge that was mm-hmm. so funny apparently in the ama he said like no that actually happened yeah no that was that was reality yeah, it was real um the cgi was crazy but it was real yeah it was it that was well you the- can't get married in stonehenge it's illegal no. so that's what i was saying I, I was like they can't be there <laughs> no they're not there it's you're not allowed to even get close to it that was that was canon that was that was when it clicked for me that danny was hot oh that was when it clicked for you because like okay i knew he was cute but like he was he he was he was acting like very golden retriever energy and that's not (laughs) very attractive to me Uh, i don't like golden retriever energy i i knew he was cute i was okay he's cute but like whatever what about when he was being mean to zoro (laughs) that was just funny Like, that was just so weird. I was like, what are you doing? I love watching interviews with Cristo Fernandez because Mm -hmm. he is just the most golden retriever of men I've ever seen. And it is, he is so sweet. I love that man. I wish nothing but the best for him. Yeah. I wish nothing but the best for almost all of those men and women Mm -hmm. and people. I just love everyone on the show, except for the people I don't like. <laughs> if I ever saw Nick Muhammad on the street, it's on site. Oh my god, he's a great actor though. Like he got nominated for like three Emmys, like Golden Globes. Like he's a he's a he's a really like he embodied the the small dude energy that like they wrote him to have. And truly, like he has like 
a set like it, it's different than all the other characters you know there he's not as attractive as them he's not you know like you have this this baseline of the other like super different actors and he's just like really good at standing his ground as on screen i i think you know and that's why he gets nominated for these things you know it's, no, no, I agree. No, he's he's a really great actor. I just I just think they wrote his his character motivations very weird. It is and I just, so uh, true. And I, I just think they kind of messed him up like a little bit. <laughs> he really. And then Jade came in, and Jade doesn't have a personality. Yeah, yeah. It's like I wanted to like Jade, but they 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 didn't give me enough time with her, and they didn't really give her that much to do. So I was like, okay, I'm just there's so many people in this show to like. I can't. I, I, I can't put all of this energy <laughs> I can't put all of this obsessive energy I, I can't give you any Jay I'm sorry I don't have I don't have any left for you like, that's something that the uh Ted Lasso Reddit says a lot is they are really frustrated with the fact that this third season doesn't have a lot of things happening on screen there's a lot of stuff that you say happens off screen for example right. when they you know Colin and the other guys come to the restaurant to tell Nate that they want him back they had a discussion about that and they yeah. say that they did, but they didn't, we didn't get to see that. Like a lot of stuff happens off screen and then we're like told that it happened and we're yeah. like, okay, like it would have been really nice to see that conversation. Would have yeah. been really nice to, you know, see how people kind of decide things <laughs> like instead of it just being decided off screen and then they tell the other person, you know, it's, yeah, it happened a like lot. It happened out of left field. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that really just happened out of nowhere. So, anyway, you think about that, but... Um... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All in all, really great show, really great characters. If you haven't seen it yet, Highly recommend. 10 out of 10. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like one of the only shows where it's like an adult sitcom and people aren't being stupid just to be stupid. Yeah. Like things do get resolved. People take ownership of their mistakes, which is not something that you see in TV. So true. Yeah. Yeah. And also everyone's beautiful. Oh my God. Just everyone is extremely hot. Um, <laughs> Including, I'm going to say it, Jason Sudeikis with a big mustache. Yeah, of course. All right. I mean, that that's... that's. I don't know why. That's someone's type. It sure is. Not generally mine, but oh. I'll let this one slide. Apparently the male main character in um, Window Shopping, Tessa Bailey's holiday book, the, he's supposed to be, he's supposed to be like a Ted Lasso character. Mm. He's, he's supposed to have Ted Lasso energy. <laughs> and uh, sure... Sure. I saw it. See, I'm much more of a Roy Kent person. I'd much rather be with somebody who's angry all the time than happy all the time. I mean, oh yeah, we love a grump. Um Ugh. I didn't I, I didn't yeah. like I didn't like window shopping very much, but I, and I think that had to do with the chemistry between the characters. But yes. If you love Ted Lasso and Ted Lasso characters and you want to read a book about it, go ahead and read <laughs> Even though I didn't like it. You brought up a good point, though, Emily. I'm selling it really well. <laughs> I, did, I, did I just make you buy that book? I think I did. <laughs> I think what you're saying truly is that, like, yeah, that now we have a, as a culture, a touch point for characters and what we, like, what we can compare them to. Like, you were like, oh, this book is like, this guy is just like Ted Lasso, has Ted Lasso energy. When you hear that now, like, culturally... 
it's now going to be, well, this guy's like Roy Kent. This guy's like Ted Lasso. You know, like the, you, your this type? person's Roy a Rebecca. Kent. This person's <laughs> a Keely. You know, there's like. Who's your type? Trick. <laughs> Tread crap. Oh. Exactly. And they're like so yeah. specific that you like you could be. Raymond is the Trent Krim in our relationship, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He is. Mm-hmm. 100%. No hesitation. Mm-hmm. Little fruity, very smart, mm-hmm. too smart for his own good. Yeah. Wants to write a book. Yeah. Yeah. Has opinions. So many of them. <laughs> and you're definitely the, the therapist in, in Ted Lasso. I am not Dr. Sharon. <laughs> Wait, did you mean. Did you mean the bad one? Not the fucking bad one, Casey. Jesus no, Christ. Sharon's- Dr. Jacob. <laughs> no, Sharon is way too straight-faced for me. I am not a straight-faced therapist. Oh, true. But I do appreciate her. I think she she takes on that role well. She has really good boundaries. Um, I mean, from like the clips that we've seen of her doing therapy. Um, but like that was that was something from the beginning. I was like, I want to know who you are as a person, Sharon. Well, that's the not point. She's not she's not revealing that because it's not her job to reveal. She doesn't feel like it's necessary. I know. And that's where our theories diverge. <laughs> well. Emily, if you were a character in Ted Lasso, you would be... Barbara. <laughs> <Wow>. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, I can see it. I can see it. Barbara, Barbara rocks or um or Shandy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No one in this <laughs> house kidding. is Shandy. I'm just kidding. Um, I don't know. Probably Barbara. Barbara, <laughs> honestly, know. Barbara rocks. I don't. I don't know. I love Barbara. Alessandra, who who do you who do you think you are? Um, maybe Danny Rojas or um. Really. Maybe Sam? I don't know. Cute, I can see Sam. Complex. Um, has ambitions outside of what they normally do all the time. Like Sam starts a a restaurant, you know? I don't want to start a restaurant, but like I want to do other stuff. You know, I want to do things. Okay. I relate to Sam for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And he's always trying to do his best, you know? Yeah. It's adorable. It's a good one. I wish I could be more like Rebecca. I, I feel like, and I wish I could be more like Keely. I, to me, that they are like such great role models for women. And I just, yeah. I truly wish I could be more like them. <laughs> I mean, for I sure. am myself, but like they are great, great role models. So. I think I'm like Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> I do like Leslie, yeah. Leslie's great. Emily, I also think you like Leslie. I come in with some tidbits of good information. I'm also not afraid to tell you, well, he is afraid to tell you bad news, but he can work on that. That can be improved. I also think I have a little bit of Ted in me as well. Yeah. I think we all all have a little bit of Ted in us. (laughs) As we should. Yeah. I I am a whimsical whimsical lass. I feel it. I feel and it all pun. the time. Also, you're just chock full of puns. Uh, yeah. No, I, I try. That's probably all right. right. Any lasting comments about Ted Lasso seasons one, two, or three? Football is life. Mm. Football is life. Thank you for closing that out, Casey. That was exactly what we needed to hear. Thank the you. show was not a load of poop. <laughs> it was quite the opposite. We're all sexy babies. <laughs> oh goodness oh man such a good show go watch it if you haven't seen it um so aggressive sorry we wish until we die 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 Jamie okay okay we need to stop we need to stop alright 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 if you enjoyed this episode please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Stitcher and IMDB we are also on Amazon Music Spotify and Acast if you want to email us, please do that at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to follow our social media, we have Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. Just search All By The Popcorn or All By The Popcorn Podcast. And please, oh, we also have merch, so please check that out. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Casey, for joining us. Yes, thank you. And Pod. Pod's really about to jump up here. And, and Pod, thank you, Pod, for joining us and being ob- obnoxious. Thank you, Casey, for joining us. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. 
Um, quick plug, Casey has been in some of our other episodes. Uh, Sense Eight, um, Queen Charlotte, Heartstopper, Our Flag Means Death. Yeah, Heartstopper slash Our Flag Means Death. Um, they did a very small uh, uh, Queen Charlotte in our, in our cameo. Queen Charlotte. Yeah, our Queen. Yeah, Queen Charlotte cameo. Um, so if you love what Casey had to say, go and watch our other. Go listen to our episodes with with them in it. Um, all right, but that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.